Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode number 141, which we're recording on Wednesday, May 24th, 2017. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And it's another strange day in Santa Cruz. It started <laughs> out foggy and chilly, but the sun is eking its way out now that it's oh, almost it one o'clock in the yeah, afternoon. It is. Well, because it was foggy all morning, I am wearing a sweater called Whip It which is a pattern by Ankastrick. And this pattern came out, well, it was published back in July 2015. I believe I knit my sweater. Oh, I knit mine two years ago, actually. I was going to say last summer, but (laughs) thank you, Ravelry. It was two years ago. I guess that was perhaps when we made our first order of Coast. Wow. Because I knit mine in the Holst Yarn Coast, wool cotton blend and I've been wearing it a lot because of that yarn it's just so light and airy that it's the perfect summer sweater for foggy mornings here the cardigan is an open front cardigan with contiguous sleeves it has eyelet an eyelet pattern all across the back and to the fronts See, it's got a ribbed collar. The eyelet pattern is also on the sleeves as well. It's just very lightweight. The pattern page describes it as a jacket-style cardigan made for summer, and I have to agree. Featherweight is one of the words the designer uses to describe it, and yes, absolutely. It also has a really pretty (laughs) accent down the middle of the sleeve. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the eyelet pattern. Like the, yeah, the eyelet pattern mm-hmm. goes it down almost looks the middle like a cable of the sleeve the way in a row. It does, slip kind of. stitch goes across. Yeah. It's really pretty. Yeah. I really like this cardigan. I'm going to get a lot of wear out of it this summer. I didn't wear it as much last summer. I don't remember why. I was probably wearing something else last yeah. summer. <laughs> Some other but favorite I, yeah. at the moment. Sweat. But I think this summer I'm going to be wearing it a lot. So that is Whip It by Ankastrick. Whip It Good. Yeah. I can't, I can't resist. Every time you say Whip It, that song pops in my head. It's a very popular pattern, I should add. There are almost 700 projects on Ravelry. Oh, nice. Yeah. So how about you, Gail? What are you wearing? I am wearing my Via Gente pullover shawl poncho <laughs> combination by Martina Beam. And I knit this in August of 2014 because Charlene and I both saw the people who work at Miss Babs wearing this at Stitches 2014. And we both bought yarn for it at Stitches Mm -hmm. that year. And I knit, I think we both knit ours that year. And we both used Miss Babs Kilimanjaro, which is a light fingering that has been discontinued. So you can't get it anymore, but it's just a very dramatic piece. It is very long. If I were to knit it again, and I've considered it, I would not, (laughs) do the increases the same way to have less length because you can wear it scrunched up around your neck, more like a cowl poncho, or you can pull it down quite a lot over your arms and upper torso. And when I do that, I'm afraid that it's actually going to drag on the ground. (laughs) So like I said, if I were to do it again, I would do fewer increases and have less of a dramatic kind of tail to the piece. But I love this. I haven't worn it that much. And every time I put it on, I wonder why I haven't worn it that much because it's such a great piece. Yeah. And the colorway I used 
is mostly gray, tonal grays, with bright pops of purple, bright pops of blue, and because it's such a dramatic piece to begin with, this was an interesting yarn choice. I want to do another one eventually, perhaps, with a more tonal neutral color that doesn't have as much pop to it, just because if you're wearing all black or all gray, this is great. Yeah. But if agreed. you're wearing anything else with color to it, this doesn't work very well. So, but I but really... But it is very pretty. It's very pretty. I really do like it. It was a gazillion hour project because it has something like 1,700 yards yeah. to it. So it's quite an endeavor. It is. But worth it, I think, in the end. So that's the Viagent by Martina Beam. What have you been stocking in the last two weeks? Well, I've got a couple of shawls that I've been looking at. Both of them, oddly enough, are free patterns. They're both from the May 2017 issue of Notions, which is kind of fun. The first one, I was laughing when I was looking over my notes earlier because I wrote all about this shawl. I wrote notes about the shawl and neglected to put the name of the shawl. <laughs> so the name of the shawl is Blossom. It's by a designer named... Well, I just wrote that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> by a designer named Kergwened Knits. And according to the pattern page... For the Blossom Shawl, it is only the second design from this designer. So she's a new designer, and the pattern really is quite pretty. It's a crescent shape with, let's see, it looks like three stockinette sections, and each section is broken up by an eyelet section, and the eyelets as you move from one section to the next, get farther and further apart. That's in so my favorite clarity too. picture it, one has very close eyelets, then the middle section has eyelets that get further apart, and then the third section eyelets that get further apart than that. And then there's also a really nice third color on the lacy edging. It's so Which pretty. I really like. Yeah, so. I, when I saw that, it went immediately into my favorites yeah, as well. Yeah, and you. it's a free pattern, so that's always wonderful to have access to that. You can, the sample is knit in three different colors. You could also knit it in one color as well, but that's part of the fun, picking yep. and matching the different colors. The yarn requirements call for... It's a fingering weight shawl, so the yarn requirements call for 400, well, a skein of sock yarn, approximately 437 for the main color. A smaller skein, it looks like, for the first contrast color. And then the odd part is that the third contrast color, they say 440 yards, which is obviously overkill for the lace edge. So I'm not sure why they say yeah, that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. Because on the second color, which is the first contrast color, actually, they give the full yardage for the skein, 437 yards. But then they say, after that, 285 yards is what you need. So they just neglect that for the second contrast color. So it looks like it would be a small enough amount that you could probably pull something out of scraps to make that work. 
But also the point here is that I really appreciate it when the pattern pages state the exact amount. Yes, if it's I not the full skein yep. that is used. For example, something like this where each color is subsequently less the contrast colors use each contrast color uses subsequently less I appreciate knowing that up front and that I don't have to go out and purchase three full skeins that I can maybe use one full skein and two bits from stash of leftovers mm -hmm. I really Especially appreciate people who have knit find your fade probably have yes, some significant exactly leftovers that exactly that. and sometimes that makes a difference in whether or not I knit something because if I look at the yarn requirements and think I have to get three whole skeins for it and look at the yarn requirements for something else where I can use scraps from stash I'm going to be leaning towards the one to use the scraps from stash of yep. course so just a comment It'll be interesting to see the different variations of that shawl that are knit yes, because it will. you could do every stripe in a different color with contrast, you know, one main color in between the eyelet sections. I mean, you could do so many different things. With yes, that. exactly. And it's a brand new pattern. Like I said, it just came out in the May 2017 Notions magazine. So there's only 15 projects so far listed on Ravelry and most of them are in progress projects of course because folks have just started them or just picked out their yarn for it so we shall see it'll be fun and then the second shawl that i am looking at from the same edition of the notions magazine is one called zostera by kelly g is the designer's name and she says zostera is a love letter to living on the coast and she talks about how her inspiration for the shawl was seagrass moving in the current of the water. And the colors that the sample is knit in are very seagrassy. It's a, yeah, that's a pale green and just a pale off-white neutral tone. So it's a very low contrast sample but very pretty very appealing I like that one too yeah, it's, it's got a little bit of everything in it it looks I haven't looked at the pattern but it looks like it has lace a little bit of uh, striping going on in there because there are the two colors that I mentioned it looks like there is some kind of slip stitch color work as well and it's just a very classic looking pretty feminine shawl I like it. <laughs> so that's Zostera from Kelly G. And both of those are free patterns in the Notions magazine. And that's spelled K-N-O-T-I-O-N-S. Yes. Yeah. As in not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great magazine, though. Yeah. I'm glad that they've brought it back. Mm -hmm. So how about you, Gil? What are you stocking? I have been stocking my queue lately because I've already mentally shifted into vacation knitting. I don't get to leave for vacation for about a month, but we'll be gone for so long away from my stash that I've just been thinking a lot about what I want to bring. Stash anxiety. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, not anxiety yet, but just, you know, you want enough projects to stay interested and busy and not mm -hmm. run out and what if a needle breaks and you know I never do just one project as you know when I go away from my stash so <laughs> I've been thinking about what I should bring that will be easy knitting because it's vacation knitting 
It also coincides with the start of the Colors of Fall knit along. So I'm thinking the projects that I want to knit for Colors of Fall. And top of my list right now, I think, is Markley because there are so many people in the group who are also knitting Markley, which is an Elizabeth Doherty pullover pattern that's in both fingering and DK weight. People in the group are using both weights of yarn, so that'll be interesting. And I have a beautiful color from Western Sky Knits called Crimson Night that has some of the tawny port in it. And that's kind of what I think my sweater travel knitting will be. So I've been stocking that a lot. And one new sweater that made it into my queue that I've been stocking is called More. And it's by Lori Versace, who I haven't knit any of her patterns yet, mm -hmm. although you and I have both stocked them occasionally. We have. And then we saw her and her trunk show when we were at Stitches. Yes. And they're very pretty sweaters. I don't know why I haven't knit one yet. They are. However, this one is a sport weight sweater. It's a top-down raglan sweater, crew neck, long sleeve. And what makes it interesting is that it has a split back. So if you can picture it, it comes down and opens in a V and kind of curves down over your butt to the fronts. And the front mm -hmm. is just straight down. So the, the thing that makes me pause is that Typically, I would want to wear a sweater like that with leggings, but clearly it's not going to cover your booty. So that makes it not compatible with leggings unless you're wearing some other layer over the leggings with the sweater over that. So it's really cute. I really like the style, but I don't know with my wardrobe how well it would work. So I'm kind of going back and forth on that. It's super cute though. And that's yeah. more M-O-O-R-E by Lori Versace. Super cute. So what have you been knitting lately? I've been knitting, well, I've got three projects on the needles right now. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. I have. Why isn't there more time for knitting yeah, in life? I think yeah. that we should be able to knit all day long some days. I agree. I still have my second version of my Klein shawl on the needles. That is a pattern by Jennifer Dassau that I have knit previously and I am using actually one skein one of the colors is from candy skein for that one yeah uh, my second project that I am working on right now as we speak is my divi poncho which is a pattern by jumper cables it's a pattern that Gail has previously knit and once I saw it I had to have it but it is mostly just round and round don't have to think too much about it so you're going to be hearing that this one is ongoing for quite a while because I don't think I've really picked it up since the last time we recorded yeah you said that would it's probably be podcast probably knitting. going to be podcast knitting that would have been the perfect vacation knitting too yeah that perfect would be <laughs> that would be and then the third thing is a new cast on for me it is a sweater called holy comfort which I was stocking previously, and it might have even been the last episode or maybe two episodes ago. It's a pattern by Jutta von Hintermstein, and it is a open front cardigan with what she calls modified drop shoulders, and then it's got some... Well, the pattern, when I say holy, it 
as in it has holes, not H-O-L-E-Y. Yes, not (laughs) H-O-L-Y, but it is wholly H-O-L-E-Y because it has eyelet detail. I'm looking at my sleeve, but I'm not wearing it, obviously, because I'm still working on it. It has eyelet details. She's gesturing frantically. (laughs) Up down the sleeve or up down the shoulder, around the bottom of the sweater, and around the cuff. It's a small detail that looks really nice, and then it has textured stripes as well. The textured stripes are reminiscent, for me, of the Donner sweater that Gail and I have knit previously. They're like little pearl, pearl bump ridges every few rows. So I really like this one. It's got the texture I like. I am using a new-to-me yarn, another base from Candy Skein, called Luscious Fingering, which Swoon. is quite luscious. Uh, this, like I said, this is my first time knitting with this base, and it is a base that's proprietary to Candy Skein. It's a base that is proprietary to Candy Skein. It's an MCN blend. Merino Cashmere Nylon. Did I get that right? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. Very luscious. My skin, my color way is called Candied Licorice. It's a blend of pinks and purples. Quite it's nice. so pretty. Very, and, very pretty. Yeah. And that's what I am knitting. How about you, Gail? Well, I'm also knitting with the luscious base right now. I'm knitting the Color Field Shawl, which I mentioned on the last episode. I'm probably halfway through the shawl. And I'm using the Luscious Base in the Colorway Harpy Hot Chocolate from Tammy's Fairy Tale Picnic Colorway Series. The second color I'm using is called Passion, and it's by String Theory. So it's a very rich, bright jewel purple against the beautiful speckles of the Harpy Hot Chocolate, which has a really nice pale pink undertone to it with the sparkles, and it's so pretty. The shawl is a triangular shawl that is knit with stripes and the stripes are separated with an interesting slip stitch technique that just makes the colors look beautiful together. I really, really am happy with how it's turning out. And every time I pick it up, it's all I want to knit. But then the other thing all I want to knit is another confetti sweater. (laughs) So they're competing for my attention and confetti number two, I love my first confetti so much that I think the day we last recorded, I went home and was thinking, okay, I want to do a single ply confetti now. Talked about that the last episode. And I was stretching and thinking as I was stretching, you know, when you do things like stretching and yoga, you're thinking about knitting because you're not actually knitting. Right. And I thought, oh, my coast yarn would be perfect in a confetti for summertime. So I thought, oh, but I don't have anything to stripe. And then I remembered that they sell these little things called shade bags. And shade bags are the equivalent of a skein of coast yarn, but it comes in five little skeins that are a mini gradient. Yeah, little mini mini skeins. Exactly, gradient. And I happened to have that in pink. And I had the colorway cherry, which is a raspberry-ish pink for the main color. So my second confetti is very close to being finished. I think I have four more stripes on the body. The first sleeve is already about three quarters of the way done, and then I'll have my second sleeve and I'll be finished. So I'm super excited about this. It is such a nice fabric knit up. It's so lightweight, and the stripes make me really happy. It goes from off-white 
to a very, very light pink to darker pinks. And the, the fourth color is almost a coralish leaning pink, especially compared to the raspberry main color. And I'm not using the fifth color in the mini skein set because it was way too close to the main color. So you wouldn't even really see the stripes. Mm -hmm. So it wouldn't be worth it. So that's confetti number two. That's the sweater by Vera Valimaki, which we've been talking about incessantly. And I'm already <laughs> planning confetti number three. I swatched for the so faded sweater. And I'm kind of in a place right now where I don't want a fitted sweater. So what I'm going to do is buy the pattern to copy the technique of the fade and maybe do garter stitch at the top. I haven't decided and basically use the shaping from confetti, but fade. And I have four colors that I swatched with that I'm really happy with. I got them approved by Charlene and Carolyn and this weekend <laughs> because we all hung out together and I'm super excited about starting that one next. So that might factor into vacation knitting too. But this is silly. How many of these same sweaters will I end up with? I love the way they fit. I love the way they look with most of my wardrobe. They're so easy to wear. It's just kind of like my dream sweater. It's almost like a sweatshirt the way I used to wear sweatshirts in the 80s, kind of. Yeah. You know, you were always wearing a sweatshirt and we all had a ton of them. And they I were was all wondering about with the that too because I, I have my second one all planned out as well. And yeah, it's just interesting because when I first pointed it out, everybody was kind of like, oh, I don't know about that A-line shaping. And then all of a sudden, everybody <laughs> loves it. So, <laughs> Yeah, it appeals to me just because of the the fit right now. I'm not interested in wearing too many body conscious type of things. Mm -hmm. So it's comfortable. And it's comfortable. I love That's it. The thing. Exactly. Yeah, it's very exactly. comfortable. So the love affair with confetti goes on. You'll be hearing about it a lot. From both of us, I think. And we were talking about candy skein. We were. Here's our opportunity because Tammy Candy Skein Yarns is sponsoring the podcast this whole month, which is fantastic. And she's also offering a coupon code for 15% off for Yarnyx listeners. Candy Skein is an artisan yarn and accessories company for fiber artists with an uncontrollable sweet tooth. Our rich and saturated colorways rocket you back to when the soda fountain was king and the candy counter was where you spent your afternoons. Candy Skein offers several gorgeous yarns, including two yarn bases milled exclusively for us. Be sure to check out candyskein.com for more information on our wonderful products. We're offering Yarniax listeners 15% off their entire orders now through June 1st using code YARNIAX. 2017. Just enter the code during checkout. And I was thinking more fantasy knitting while I was working out at the gym this morning. I was thinking how her colorways are great, not just for all the speckletastic patterns that are out right now, but her tonals are amazing too. You and I both have knit with both of them, but yes, she's got <laughs> that great range. She so. really does. And a lot of her colors you don't see from other dyers. I can say that because I work in a yarn store, so I see a lot of yarn coming in, but her colors are a lot, they just overall, they have the look and the feeling of being light and colorful and just very fun. That's very, very, very fun. appeal to me so much because I like those super bright yeah. pop yeah. colors. 
Yeah. I just love your stuff, Tammy, but everyone knows that. <laughs> All right. So what have you finished since the last episode? Well, we were talking about confetti. I Yay. finished what I will call my first confetti. As Gail mentioned, confetti is a pattern by Vera Valamaki, just recently released, I believe, within the last couple of months. It's a fun, striped, A-line pullover, top-down, it's an easy basic, and I finished mine so fast. I could not believe how fast I finished this pullover. It's true. And this one, the second one, it's yeah. been less than two weeks that I've yeah. been knitting on it. It's crazy. I, as Gail mentioned... She's starting a second, and I have plans to make another. I'm going to use different colors and blend them together. Like Gail mentioned, kind of a, a faded or ombre effect, kind of like the fade your find your fade shawl is done that way. I'm going to do the what everybody is calling the fade now because do of that fade. shawl. Yes, yep. but we used to call it. I don't know, gradient or ombre, that kind of thing. So there are lots of words for it, but I'm going to try it out on a version of this sweater. <laughs> and it's going to be beautiful. It will be. So that's the only thing I've finished. Have you finished anything? I have not finished a single thing. Mm -hmm. I didn't even kitchener the toe on my first prairie sock, <laughs> which has been sitting there staring at me, waiting to be kitchenered since the last day we recorded. Yeah, I, I understand. I still have to put the snap tape on my... Yellow brick road sweater. I've just and been, it's just been sitting there, but I want to knit. I know. I've been so in love with the things that I'm knitting. Yeah. That I don't want to set them down and do any kind of finishing work. Yeah. Every once in a while, that happens where you just get so inspired. You love everything you're making, mm -hmm. and you just want to keep going, and you just want to knit. And I do feel I'm in one of those places right now. Me too. It's an so, awesome yeah, feeling. It is. Because high. You just you just want to knit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. And confetti came out either March 9th or 10th. And I remember that because we were talking about it the day of Tammy's candy skein trunk show at oh. the Swiss Stitch. Oh, okay. It had just come out yeah. the day before or that That's day. Right. Everybody was talking about That's it, looking right. at it on the computer yeah. and our phones and yeah. looking at yarn for it. That's right. Because I remember, I don't remember who, but there were customers that were talking about it, looking for yarn for it. Yeah, already. Day. And it had yeah. just come <laughs> out, like within the last 24 hours. Yeah. Fun. All right, so we wanted to talk about where are they now, the shawl edition. Shawls, and Gail had picked out three shawls that you wear, wear the most. Is that what you said? Well, it's not necessarily that I wear them the most, but they are my favorites for various reasons. Oh, okay. So I was thinking what makes a shawl right for me. And I know that two things are key, the shape and the colors. So I tend to wear crescent-shaped and triangular-shaped shawls because I wear them bandana style. So having that symmetry that goes around the center of my chest and then gets wrapped around my neck is the way I like to wear my shawls. So I have a lot of asymmetric shawls in my closet that I don't wear because it's not necessarily the shape that is easiest for me to wear. I feel like I'm messing with them maybe or... They don't sit right on me. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but triangular and crescent-shaped shawls are definitely the top of my list. And even though I get attracted to all the other shapes and all the other pretty shawls and I want to knit them, I find that I don't wear them. Mm -hmm. So 
that was the first thing that drove my favorites, the three favorites. And then the second is color because I'm so attracted to different colors. So strangely enough, the top three of my shawls, one is a solid tonal, mm-hmm. one is a highly variegated, and one is stripes, which I didn't realize that until just now. <laughs> so one of my all-time favorite shawl patterns is the Yauza Wayat Shawl by Susan B. Anderson, which is a crescent-shaped shawl, and it's garter, and it's a great pattern for just simple knitting that then at the very end you do a ruffled border. And she has, I think, three or four different versions of this shawl that have different textures, I think, different finishings at the end, and... And different weights. Different weights of yarn. Well, it doesn't matter what weight you use because it's all by percentage. You weigh it, and then when you have a certain percentage left, you start the end treatment based on the pattern, you know, whichever pattern you pick. So great shawl works with any kind of yarn. And I have two of them, one in a Miss Babs Yowza Weight, which is a light worsted and one in a Western Skynet's sock fingering weight. So two different shawls, same pattern, and they're both highly variegated. And I love them because they're easy to just throw on with anything. Mm-hmm. So with the colors that one of them, the Miss Babs is like a white with blue and purple. The Western Sky Knits might be Give Me a Gumball or another one that is just beautiful jewel tones. I think it's even sparkle base yarn. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I think it is. I think it is, yeah. So they go with everything. They're great one skein shawls. And even with a one skein shawl, you get a big enough shawl that you can actually wrap around yeah. because of the shape of it. So that's the Yauza Wayat shawl. The second one that I wear a lot is my Red Robin shawl, which is a design by Helen Stewart. That one is a triangular shawl that has a pretty texture to it and tassels. And I think that's one of the reasons I love it. And I'm going to add tassels to everything that's a shawl from now on, I think. And that one is a tonal light gray. So it goes with everything in my wardrobe that isn't it's a neutral. It yeah, just it's goes my neutral shawl. Yeah. And it's one of my only neutral shawls, which is ridiculous because <laughs> I wear it a lot because it's a neutral. So if I had other neutral shawls, I would probably wear them as well, which is one reason I want to do a Viagent in a neutral. So that one, because it's triangular, I do wear it, of course, bandana style with the tassels to the front. And I probably play with them the whole day while I wear it. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that one as well. It was also a great fun knit. And the third one is the Echoes of Color Shawl by Hohi Locatelli. This one is much bigger than the others. It calls for three colors, and you don't use all of the three skeins. I have a significant amount of each of the three left over, but it's so pretty. It is triangular. The stripes are various thicknesses, and then there's an awesome pico edging that goes around the shawl. And... I just like the pico edging effect. They're actually, I think it's bobbles, not, it's not pico. They're like little, they're not quite bobbles. They're little, not tassels, not fringe. He has a name for them, but it's just a nice edging. They're like knit fringe. Yeah, knit fringe is kind of the right way to describe it. And I love that one. It's knit in Neighborhood Fiber Company. They're rustic fingering, which is a single ply fingering weight yarn. 
in a gray and then a beautiful bright raspberry pink and a beautiful turquoise. And it just makes me so happy when I wear it because the colors are so pretty. So a lot of color factoring into my favorites. All of them are either crescent or triangular and they all are knit in beautiful yarns that are soft and nice around the neck. So that's another key for me, of course, would be the texture of the yarn and the the way it feels around your neck. So those are my top three and why they're my top three. And the other thing I was thinking, you know, we talk about loving your stash. Mm -hmm. You know what I realized? Just what? a giant epiphany that struck me this morning. My knitwear is also my stash. I've never thought of it like yeah. that. And I was looking in the closet today thinking, oh my goodness, I have so many hand knits. I should really spread the love around. And then it hit me. This is your stash also. Shouldn't you love your knits as much as the yarn you want to knit? And as a result, shouldn't I wear it more often? My hand knits in general? Because Me Made May, of course, is inspiring me with all of you out there who are on Instagram with your daily pictures of your beautiful clothes that you've sewn, your hand knits that you've you knit. I mean, all of the different things for Me Made May. And I don't do that every day. And I think what I want to do as part of my next Love Your Stash challenge is challenge myself to wearing a hand knit every day. Oh, I have done that. Just not within the formal, the formal rules of Me Made May. But I have gone through periods where I try to wear something hand knit every day. And it feels really good. Yeah, I know it will if I just get myself to do it. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a challenge to myself for the next quarter, which will it start does feel we really good because almost every day here, except for the most brutal summer days, you can wear something, even mm -hmm. if it's only for a short time in the morning or the evening when it gets foggy, you can pick up a knit and wear it most of the time here. Yeah. Especially like we were talking about this weekend, sitting at the computer when you get cold. Yes, yes, exactly. So there's that no reason I too. shouldn't be. And I do, it's silly because right next to my desk, I have a little table that's usually full of the hand knits that I need to take finished object pictures of. Mm -hmm. And there are always a collection of shawls and cowls and things sitting so right there. Within your reach. Exactly. <laughs> so it's ridiculous that they aren't on my body if I'm chilly. So there you go. Those are my top three shawls. Okay, so after Gail told me she was going to pick three shawls, I did the same thing. And for me, it was very easy. I absolutely, definitely have three that I consider my go-tos. Yeah, you they're, didn't even have to look in your closet. Yeah, they're my go-to shawls. Two of them are by Hohi Locatelli, the Imagine When shawl and the Inner Peace shawl. And then the last one is called Therapy by Laura Aylor. And that one is probably a go-to just because of the way the colors turned out. That was the shawl that I've talked about in the past that I knit out of the three colors of Madeline Tosh, Tosh Merino Light that were all leftovers. <laughs> yep, that were magic. <laughs> and I together. randomly put them, well, I shouldn't say randomly, but they all came together in a random sort of way. I put them together because they looked good together, of course. But it was not 
an overly planned project, should we say. It was more of a project to use the leftovers than anything else. And I knew the colors looked good together. They weren't, they weren't or aren't colors that I have knit with very often in the past because two of them are brown toned. One of them is very brown. It's called Fig. And then the Dust Bowl is a lighter, paler brown, almost a little taupey because it has looks like it's a warm leaning, a warm gray leaning brown. And then the gray, of course, is the, the rainwater, which is the color that I had used. But the other two came to me as colors that I hadn't used. So I put them all together, and it turned out to be one of the best color choices I'm ever. Done. It was yeah. really fun. So I love that shawl, like I said, mostly because of those color combinations. But I also picked the therapy shawl because I do, in fact, like asymmetrical shawls where... Gail says she prefers the triangular or the crescent to wear in the front. I wear my asymmetrical shawls with the point in the front as well. And I love the way it looks. <laughs> I like the way it looks. I just can't make them stay on right. Oh. That's my problem. This one is big enough. I don't have a problem with it staying on. So imagine when and inner peace, I believe, are both asymmetrical as well. They are. I, no, actually, that's wrong. Inner Peace is not asymmetrical. So Inner Peace is another one of Hohe's patterns that has the little dangly bits that we were trying to <laughs> name. On the pattern page, Hohe calls them baubles or popcorns. Oh, there we go. Popcorns. That's the word that yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, because they're not exactly baubles because they, well, they're, they're dangling baubles, I guess. They're dangly bits? Yeah. That was a good description. Yeah. But I really like that one. It is symmetrical. It has a garter stitch body of the shawl, the main part of the shawl that's knit up and down. And then the edging has this ribbing that flows. It looks like it flows in the other direction. And then the little dangling bobbles on the edges. And I get so many comments about that shawl and that's a shawl that it took me a long time to to choose well it took me a long time to actually move forward with that project I loved the pattern for quite a while before I knit it the pattern was released in April of 2004 2004 yeah not 2014 oh I'm sorry 2014 <laughs> Yes. struggling there for a second. The, wow. The pattern was released in April of 2014. And the stumbling block for me on that one was because the yarn requirements were for a 500, well, the yarn requirements are for 560 yards to complete the shawl as written. And 560 yards is maybe a skein and a partial of many yarns which I didn't want to do. I didn't want to go there because I didn't want to have three quarters or half of yeah. a skein left. So I kept waiting until I could find a skein, a larger skein that would work. And I found that in the Anzula Cloud. And I knit mine in the Elephant colorway, which is a gray. 
So not only do I love the pattern, but I knit it in a neutral, which like Gail was saying, makes it easy to go with everything. Yep. So and that's a really nice yarn. Too. Yeah, it is. So that it's is like the trifecta. The, yes, actually, absolutely. The cloud is an MCN, so 80% merino, 10% cashmere goat, and 10% nylon. So it's very soft, luxury squishy, yarn. luxury yarn, yeah. feels good. And isn't that shawl and the next one you're going to talk about irregularly shaped? They're not perfect triangles or perfect shapes. They have different points to them, kind of, don't they? they they're unique. They do. Well, the Imagine When is asymmetrical, whereas the inner piece actually is symmetrical, but it's not a perfect triangle exactly there's yeah. different points yeah kind of different yeah. ledges or yeah just just shaped differently but the overall shape of it is a symmetrical triangular mm -hmm. shape and then the imagine when shawl is a true asymmetrical shawl it's one of the shawl patterns that starts in the corner and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it has lots of short row shaping and each section is separated by a row of eyelets. Absolutely love it. And this one I knit in that meadow yarn, which is another yarn that I really liked. It's the yarn from Fiber Company. Which is also one that has higher yardage because you needed higher yardage for that shawl as well. Yeah, I think so. I remember so. that because we I were at this one, the Uncommon Thread. Let's see what the pattern calls for. On Imagine When. I don't think it's as high. 500 yards. Okay. So it was what another. The calls for. Yeah. So we, it's another one that calls it out with for. A yeah. If you had a, for example, a 400 or a 430 yard skein, you would probably end up needing a partial from a second skein, which yeah. I didn't want to do. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> so the meadow comes in a skein that's 549 yards. And so since this one, this one I knit back in 2013, the inner piece I knit back in 2014, I think what we've seen in the yarn industry since those years, I've seen many other dyers have larger 500 to 600 yard skeins. For example, I know Candy Skein has a base that comes in a large 600-yard skein, and I know Western Sky Knits also has a base that's in a larger 600-yard skein, which works great for those larger shawls. Yep, and because Vicus then you don't too. have to get that second skein and have the leftover. You can use almost the whole skein right. and then just have a little bit remaining for repairs if you need it. Yeah, Invictus Yarns has a big skein. Like yeah, too. there's yeah. lots of dyers out there. I think that larger size skein has just been more in demand as people, as, as shawls have gotten bigger. And they there certainly was, have gotten bigger. Yeah, there shawls was definitely really a shawlette trend for a while, and now shawls are getting huge. Big again, yeah. yes. Absolutely. So I don't like the really huge, huge ones. I like something in between. So this works well for me. <laughs> and it's interesting that yours are clearly your favorites. I mean, from 2014 and 2013. Yeah. That's impressive. Mine, still neither wearing of my them. patterns are that old. 
Yeah, I'm so still wearing very them. Very impressive. And I wear a lot of shawls. Yeah, you do. I've always been impressed by that. And even every time Charlene wears it this way, I'm always thinking, oh, I really ought to try that. When she wears it tight around her waist, it looks so cute. Kind of like a skirt. <gasps> Boo is making an appearance. Hello, Boo. <laughs> he just jumped up on the table. Oh, he's headed for the He's headed cat for bag. the bag just in time for us to go, sweetheart. finish Aww. the episode. And he's a little late arrival yes, today. Yes, I'm going to have to give you the boot <laughs> sooner than you'll want. And it's a black animal day because I gave Lucy a shower before I got here. Oh, you here. did. Oh, <laughs> Boo is so sweet. Okay. So anything else? Oops, that's... <laughs> I tickled his ear on accident. Oh, look, oh, now Nani there's Nani getting into the action. All right. Can you hear her talking? She was talking. All right. So thank you very much for listening. This is a shorter episode this time, but Colors of Fall is coming up quickly. Yeah, I need to get caught up reading the thread. So if you, you are a few hours to spare. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love you guys. You're also chatty. It's fantastic. I, I love it too. I've just had a couple weeks where I've had a lot of tra driving, traveling. I've been going back and forth between my house and my parents' house several times in the past few weeks. So I'm a little behind, but yeah. I will catch up. Well, actually, it's the May phenomenon. Every May... I see our chattering drop dramatically. I think May and June are that time of the year where, especially if you have children in school, mm -hmm. every activity is happening. Yeah. There are graduations, there are parties. Yeah. I know we have a zillion birthdays in my family these months and the chatter drops significantly. So if you hmm. want to go get involved in the threads, now's the time to do it. <laughs> if you don't want to have to spend a lot of time catching up. So, okay. and also I meant to mention the Hohi Mystery Knit Along that is in progress right now. In the group, Robbie started both a spoiler thread and a non-spoiler thread. So if you're participating in that Mystery Knit Along, there's a lot of fun chatter in those groups too. I am kind of hovering in the spoiler one because I like to see the pictures of what's being knit. So I do too. I've been enjoying before all the I colors. choose to knit it. I want to see the pictures. Me too. <laughs> I totally do. So check that out if you are participating in the mystery knit along and you want to chat with other people who are having the same amount of fun and get ready for colors of fall. So we, I think we have one more episode before okay. it launches. So okay. we'll be talking about our planning for it. I'm sure All right. next episode. That sounds great. Fantastic. Well, thank you for listening. Happy knitting. Happy knitting. Bye. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at Yarniacs. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniax podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.